Like the famous expression says, if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace else. That is what a financial plan is all about. Although it may not always feel like it, you have control over your financial life. And making educated decisions and acting early in your striving stage can help set you on a path to financial security and achieving your goals. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. In this program, we will discuss the must-do actions you should take to manage your financial affairs during your key working years, or what I call the striving stage. This stage lasts typically from ages 31 to age 70. Remember, for each financial stage, there are actions that individuals should take to improve their financial outcomes. As I've written in my books and content, what I try to do is provide you with general information about the financial actions, and remind you that you should seek out professional advice along the way to help you find the solutions for your particular needs and situation. Last episode, we introduced the first or the adulting stage of life that lasts until an individual reaches age 30. Let's continue our journey through your financial life by looking at the striving stage. This stage lasts from age 31 to 70 and is the life stage where most individuals work and accumulate cash to fund their living expenses and accumulate assets for their long-term needs in life. Here are the 10 key actions that I think should be taken during the striving stage. Number one, create a long-term financial plan and work it. Like the famous expression says, if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace else. That is what a financial plan is all about. While working on a financial plan, you must consider the long-term perspective those far-off personal and financial goals you want to achieve to determine the best steps to take today. Although it may not always feel like it, you have control over your financial life, and making educated decisions and acting early in your striving stage can help set you on a path to financial security and achieving your goals. To create such a plan, I suggest you work with a financial professional that you can consult with frequently. Number two, figure out the right investment strategy for you. Considering your long-term financial plan and working with an investment professional, you should allocate the assets beyond your emergency fund to work hard for you. Asset allocation is about picking the right proportion of different investment types, or what are called asset classes, to match your portfolio with your risk appetite, your investment timeframe, and your overall financial goals. Some investments, like stocks, are riskier and tend to yield higher returns than others like bonds, especially in our zero interest rate world today. For instance, if you want a more aggressive investment strategy, you would want to create a portfolio with more exposure to stocks. If you wanted less risk, you dial up your exposure to bonds. However, your asset allocation will have a huge impact on your future projected cash flow. A portfolio that's too conservative may leave you with an insufficient nest egg, whereas a risky allocation could yield higher returns, but might keep you up at night when the market is volatile. 
it may be best to consult with investment professional to come up with the investment strategy that fits with your goals and your tolerance for risk. Number three, and this continues from the adulting stage, make sure you've put insurance protections in place for income protection, life, health, home, auto, and liability. Work with insurance professionals to put in place the coverages that help minimize your financial risk. I can't say this enough. And remember, those risks include dying too soon, illness, accidents, and living too long. Number four, maintain and solidify your emergency fund. As you age, you need to make sure your emergency fund ages and changes with you. The amount you're keeping in the fund should reflect your current level of income, uncovered insurance exposures, and an extra amount to protect you in case you unexpectedly lose your job. Number five, plan to pay off debt. As you enter the striving stage, it's quite common to have educational loans, a car loan, potentially a mortgage, credit card debt, and other debts. As part of your financial plan, you should have a solid action plan for how to eliminate or reduce these debts to a minimum. One of the best strategies I've seen is to start paying off the debt with the highest interest rate first. For instance, clearing credit card debt with a 22% interest rate would yield a better return than simply paying off a home loan that has a 4% interest rate. If you need help with your debts, work with a debt management professional to figure out how best to tackle your situation. Number six, start or keep maxing out your 401k plan or other tax advantaged account. Like maxing out your credit cards, putting the max, uh, rather unlike maxing out your credit cards, putting the maximum into your 401k or retirement plans is a good thing. And realistically, it's never too late to start. If you have an employer-sponsored retirement plan, contribute as much as you can. If you're not able to make the maximum allowable contribution because you can't afford it, you should contribute at least enough to get the matching contribution from your employer if the company offers a match. That matching contribution is essentially free money. Don't let it go to waste. If your employer doesn't provide a retirement plan, work with a tax professional to see if you can open a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA subject to current income restrictions. If you work for yourself and don't have access to an employer-sponsored retirement plan, you should establish your own. One of the most popular options include a self-directed solo 401k, or if you have an, an owner-only business or you're self-employed, look into a SEP IRA or a simple IRA plan. Number seven, start investing as soon as possible. One of the biggest advantages of being younger is time. And I've seen, I've experienced this myself. I've seen it case after case. And overall, it pays to start investing early. And again, I remember, I recommend initially starting with a financial professional as you begin to invest. If you become knowledgeable, you can directly manage your own investments over time. With the miracle of compound interest, your return is added to your principal each year. Number eight, and this is an important one, as you accumulate investments, diversify them. One of the key considerations in investing is to diversify those investments. For example, if you're invested in stocks, you would want to diversify your equity holdings by including stocks from companies of various sizes, large, medium, or small caps, categories like growth or value, and also parts of the world. By holding a diverse selection of investments, you're able to spread your risk 
and reduce overall volatility. Now, given today's historically low interest rates, you may also want to start considering alternative investment options that can help you further diversify your portfolio to weather stock market fluctuations. The goal is to add investments that tend not to move in the same direction as the stock market and can offer stable returns over a longer period. As we look at the world today, some of the most popular alternative investments include real estate, precious metals, cryptocurrencies, life settlements, private debt placements, or private stock. However, please keep in mind with alternative investments that you really need to understand them. Make sure you're comfortable with how these investments work before you jump in. Number nine, start saving for college. If you have dependent children, you should begin saving for college as soon as possible. And by what I mean by as soon as possible is as soon as they are born. It may seem a bit early to get started, but as you know, college costs keep going up. The sooner you start saving and investing for this major expense, the better off you'll be. A tax advantage plan like a 529 college savings plan can help come up with the necessary funds to support your child's college education. Number 10, and this is one that a lot of people avoid. You need to create an estate plan and a will. You do this by putting in place certain legal documents based on the, your state of residence. Each state has slightly different requirements to help you and your family in the event of your death or your incapacitation. The first item you're going to need is, of course, is a will, which not only determines who gets your money and possessions, but allows you to name a guardian for your children. So if you have minor children, really important. A living will that you can put in place will state your wishes for end-of-life care, while a durable power of attorney for health care lets you name the person who will make health care decisions for you if you are unable. A durable power of attorney for finances allows your named person to handle your finances. I can't stress how important having these base documents in place is. You really need to do it. And this is especially the case if you have minor children or other dependents. Now, as you move from your 50s into your 50s and into your 60s, there are some additional items in this driving stage you need to consider, actions that are must-dos. And they include the following. First is developing an income plan for how you're going to convert accumulated savings and investments into a lifetime income stream. The key reason you've saved for retirement over all those years is to create an income to replace your paycheck. The most important step you can take is to work with a financial professional to convert your accumulated assets into income. It's so important. The second item as you get into these later ages is take advantage of any catch-up retirement contributions that you need to make. Starting at age 50, you qualify for catch-up adjustments for most retirement plans. And what these are, they are an extra amount that you're legally allowed to contribute into your retirement accounts. Catch-up contributions can either help you get on track or give you your retirement savings a little extra added cushion. The third item you can do is determine whether or not you have the funds or insurance coverages to pay for your health care needs in retirement. For someone retiring, in a couple retiring in 2021, health care costs are likely going to be one of their largest expenses in retirement. And it's been estimated that these costs will be about $300,000 without considering any long-term care costs. So a large number Healthcare planning as you get older is so critical. You must do it. 
The fourth thing you need to do in your 50s and 60s is determine how you're going to spend your retirement time and the savings. What are you going to do now that every day is a weekend? The answer may be harder than you think. You may have big dreams such as traveling, writing a book, but they may not be enough to keep you busy. For many people, how are they going to replace those 40 to 50 hour weeks that they've spent working? And because of rising life expectancies, you can reasonably expect retirement to last 20 to 30 years. In reality, that's a lot of free time. You don't want to make the mistake of spending money frivolously in pursuit of an item just to find out uh, what makes you happy in retirement. So finding out what you want to do, your purpose in retirement is so, so important. Where are you going to spend your time? The fifth item as you get into your 50s and 60s that's so important is to consider putting in place long-term care insurance or, or protection of some sort. Most people don't know that Medicare does not currently cover long-term care needs that you may have. So if you're fortunate enough to have accumulated some meaningful investment assets, you need to protect them from an accelerated spend down that can take place from a long-term care event. A long-term illness can really wreak havoc with an investment portfolio and permanently damage its ability to produce income. So to summarize today's episode, again, your financial life has discrete stages. Each stage has distinct risks, questions, needs, and responsibilities. You need knowledge, coaching, and the resources as you navigate each stage. And in this episode, we discuss the striving stage, ages 31 to 70. So that's it for today. We look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financial Verse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financial Verse, please visit financialverse.com.